Welcome back. I'm Mike. This is the fourth episode of the 5-Minute Forest Hill Podcast. It's a busy week for our club, and I'll tell you all about that next week. This week, however, I'll be talking about our speaker from last week and where I think she ties in with one of the core principles of Rotary. I became interested in Rotary when I read Hugh Mackay's book, Right and Wrong, How to Decide for Yourself. It's a book about making ethical decisions in your life, and his fundamental argument was that you can't just wing it. You have to have a framework for the decisions. Rotary's four-way test is featured in the book as a set of principles that can form a foundation for you. When I joined less than a year ago, I was told the four-way test doesn't really come up very often in Rotary. I must admit I was a little disappointed, but I did understand why the four tests seem pretty simple and some of them are fairly obvious, but they're open to interpretation. This week I want to talk about the most problematic of them, in my opinion. Number two, is it fair to all concerned? In Australia we have a Fair Work Commission and they get to decide whether employees are being treated acceptably. Other than that, we probably hear about things being unfair when our children are complaining. The usual rejoinder is that life isn't fair. Sometimes they'll be told that a fair is a place with rides and fairy floss. But the word has to mean something to us. There's a long-standing member of our club. His name is Stuart, and I didn't ask about including him, so I won't give his last name. He's a consistently enthusiastic, optimistic man. He attended the recent Rotary convention in Seoul and gave us a report. He's a little less bubbly when the cats lose and a little more bubbly when they win, but he's pretty upbeat most of the time. I've only personally seen him turn a bit dark once. It was when he had to report that another country had been taken off the polio eradicated list, Nigeria, bringing the total up to three again. And I think that had something to do with the idea of fairness. Rotary's been at the forefront of wiping polio out. It's a truly awful disease with horrific possible consequences. There's been a vaccine for decades. It's effective, and at this point, it's dirt cheap. A dose of vaccine can be produced for less than you spent for your last pint at the pub, I guarantee you. By all rights, nobody should be in danger of getting it, which is why I think we're so outraged when it pops up again. The work has been done. The fix is available and the consequences are so serious. How is it it won't just stay down? It's not fair. It's not fair because solving the problem doesn't require a huge investment in research or restructuring of the world economy. It doesn't impoverish any businesses. And it doesn't require cleaning up an ecosystem. And the dividends of getting that totally affordable immunization to the world so far exceed the small investment. And fairness comes up again in the talk given by our speaker on this past Monday's meeting, Margaret Cunningham. She told us about days for girls. In parts of the developing world, girls do not have access to hygiene products. When their menstrual cycles begin, they can miss 25% of the school year. Some of them drop out completely. Later in life, this continues to affect them in their working lives. 
This is without even getting to the real and serious health complications that can come with lack of access to proper hygiene. Days for Girls provides kits which are effective, can be washed for reuse, and last for two years. The cost is very low. Margaret bragged during her talk that she and her team have got the cost down to $6 per kit. Here's Margaret in her own words. Margaret, you've been involved in this uh, project for quite some time. What would you say is, is the most important thing uh, to know about Days for Girls? Um, that it goes to all the girls in the developing countries. But not only do we give them the kits, we also try to educate them on how their bodies work, how to look after their bodies, how to stay healthy. Would you say that one of the characteristics of the project is that it's such a, it's such a simple thing that pays huge dividends in improving their lives? Yes, it's a very simple project. In our grandmothers and great-grandmothers' day, they used to have rags, and that's what they used. Um, then it developed into uh, belts and pads, and now it's gone even further so that we have the thin ones, the thick ones, and the ultra-long and the ultra-short, and so on. We are so lucky we don't even think about it. But to these girls and women, that is all they think about five, five days every night. They lose so much time. That's all right. It's almost a, a term of um, school that they miss. In women, it's a month's work. That's a lot of money. They can't buy food for their, their families. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Margaret. It was great to hear the talk. Oh, thank you very much. A school administrator who could improve attendance by a third for $3 per year would be held as a genius. A CEO who increased employee productivity by this amount would be treated similarly. The effort required to produce this change is so small, it seems outrageous to us that it's not done. Finally, a few notes. First, you'll find links for Days for Girls Australia, our club, and Polio Plus on this week's podcast blurb. Any ideas for future podcasts will be gratefully received on my email address. And a general shout-out to the Rotary Foundation, which is always rated highly for transparency, efficiency, and clean financials, but this year scored a rating of 100, the highest possible, from Charity Navigator. Google it and see. Many charitable organizations are very, very good, but mine is the best. As the kids say, come at me, bro. Till next week, this is Mike Fink for 5-Minute Forest Hill Podcast.